you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome back to the Reach Hangout. Today's conversation is on being mishandled. And a lot of us have been put in situations where we had to choose between meeting our needs financially or having a more stable mentality. So let's grab our beverage of choice. For me, it's going to be water, snacks, and a notepad, or go to the note section on your phone to begin today's discussion called Unhealthy Workspace. Again, today's discussion is called Unhealthy Workspace. So let's get into it. Growing up, some of us, for the most part, were taught to treat others the way we wanted to be treated. However, the older you get, you see that not every person you encounter has the most pleasant personality. And we know that we cannot control others and can only account for what we do. But what if the person we are dealing with isn't a stranger, but rather a boss or a colleague like how can we as an individual hold our tongues in those type of situations we know we are being disrespected and manipulated it comes to a point somewhere down the line of like is this abuse worth my sanity because that's what it is abuse we know that life isn't always sunshine and rainbows and running from uncomfortable environments or situations will never fix the problem though how do we handle an unhealthy workspace but financially we need the money to leave to live this minimalist lifestyle right but this job is taking a toll on all aspects of our life especially our mind like how can we continue to work in an unhealthy environment yes we need the money but it's like is the money worth more than my health and you know one thing I can say and I know from experience that will not work is if we continue to ignore problems in our lives they will not go away nor the load will be lightened and also having a negative mindset about the place where you work only brings more misery to you, not nobody else to you, not to the people around you that you are trying to affect because you want them to feel the pain that you're feeling. They're not going to feel that pain. The only pain that is being shown is you, (laughs) you know, wanting to create change where you work starts with you and allowing God to fight the battle for you and not show flesh. I have, trust me, y'all, I have worked on a job where they belittled and harassed. And then I had to deal with discriminatory comments and behaviors, had no days off. Plus one time, y'all, I kid you not, one time upper management told me to quit going to school because I didn't need to get an education and I could just work there for the rest of my life. Uh Uh-huh. The face that you're making right now, that's looking like what the world, I was making that same face too. Like, excuse me? And when I tell you that's not even everything that I had to deal with, that is just a small amount, the bare minimum. And I know you all are probably saying to yourself right now and probably saying and looking at whatever device you're listening to this podcast to, sis, why did you stay for so long? But I'm telling you this, I knew my presence served a purpose. Again, my presence in that 
crazy behind the environment that that uncontrollable environment my presence served a purpose sometimes what we endure in life isn't God trying to test us to birth something out of us no it's showing the people around you about the God that we serve that no matter what is thrown in our face no matter what we endure that God has the last say so and he gives us the authority and the ability to control our outcome so whatever the enemy, whatever your co-worker, whatever your boss, whatever, whoever, whatever tries to arise against you, they don't have the last say so. God do. So when we are, you know, wanting to create that change, when we want something better in our lives, we have to remember that we cannot let people interfere with our mindset. We cannot let them belittle us. We cannot jump ship just because it ain't going the way we want it to go. If it's not going how we want it to go, then that's when you, okay, you take a step back and be like, okay, I thought this was something I wanted, but this ain't something I want anymore. So let me take the necessary precautions in my lifestyle so I won't become affected of whatever's going on. And what I mean by that is put something aside to where you can save up so you can be covered for three to six months so you can continue to work to find a job. You get what I'm saying? Or if you don't have nothing while you're working on that job, find avenues to get you out of that situation. You know, there was a time personally for me where my friends were getting promoted and they was getting better paying jobs. And I was in a place in my life where I I hate to use the word hate because hate is so strong, but I heavily, heavily dislike my job. Like it was to the point I was even struggling to clock in. Like my mental state was not there. Like I could not, I, y'all, like I couldn't. And I'm pretty sure some of y'all can relate to this. Like it was to the point, like I just couldn't, I was at my lows of low. I couldn't do it anymore. And I really contemplated filing for unemployment until I could find something else because it was seriously that bad. But like I said, we cannot allow others to interrupt the process of where God might be taking us or he want us to learn from. So we won't carry those same toxic traits in a higher position. Because sometimes it ain't about God testing you. He wants you to observe. He wants you to see how certain functions are made. He wants you to understand like, okay, this is what you don't need to do. This is how you should handle this if this was to ever arise and come your way. So we have to not let actions interfere with who we are. Every day, y'all... I'm going to give y'all a tip. All right. So every day on my nine to five job, before I walked into the building, I would recite. It was Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with with me, thy rod and thy staff shall comfort me. That preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil; my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
I say that all of that every single day. And that means that God will continue to comfort me. God will continue to guide me and God will cover me and direct my path. So if anything or anyone tries to rise up against me, it will not come to pass. In that scripture, it never said that things won't happen because you walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but you won't fear evil. God will comfort you. God will anoint you. He will anoint your head with oil. Your cup will run if over. Surely goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy, goodness and mercy. Anytime I'm in an environment that's trying to bring me down, that's trying to strip me from who Lydia is, uh-uh, goodness and mercy is on my name. I am anointed. I am a child of a king. I'm not going to let these people on this nine to five. I'm not going to let nobody interfere with my mood. And the crazy thing about it is you can, if you have a positive mindset, no, today is going to be a good day. Today is going to, I don't care whatever it is. Today is going to be a good day. Good day. That energy starts to be reciprocated around your atmosphere. And it's going to get to a point like, why she's so happy all the time? Why he's so happy all the time? Because goodness and mercy is going to follow me. Goodness and mercy. So I'm going to continue to be happy. I'm going to continue to keep smiling. Regardless if I don't like where I am right now in this current situation, the space in my life, I'm going to treat it like the first time I got that job when I was over ecstatic, when I was over the moon. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. Because God is going to let greatness come to pass through me. And I cannot let these people, I cannot let these situations stop me from my purpose. Do not lower your standards and worth to be valued and respected because you have God on your side. Sometimes we will work ourselves to the grave, to the grave. So we can what get this, get the money or whatever, or to be seen as the equal. Like if I continue to overdo it, if I continue to do this, like they'll give me this raise, they'll do this, they'll do that. I'm not telling you to stop working on your job and to sit there and cross your arms. No, I'm saying do it with joy and God will allow whatever needs to be allowed that's supposed to come to pass and happen in your life. Point blank, period. Maybe it's not meant for you to become a manager at that place where you at because God don't want you to be no manager. He's trying to take you somewhere so you can be a CEO where he can have you in bigger, better rooms. You get what I'm saying? So when things don't line up the way we want them to line up, don't let it stop your drive. Don't let it interfere with your emotions. Don't say every day, oh, I hate this job. Oh, I hate these people. Oh, I hate this place. Of course, if you keep doing that, only thing's going to do is get worse. Do it with goodness and mercy, love and kindness. It's not no fake it till you make it type energy like, oh, I'm faking it. I'm acting like I like this place because no, it's not faking it. That same joy that you had when you first found out you got that job, continue to have that joy because you know that your presence serve a purpose. You know that your life has a purpose. So maybe you are enduring this right now is for a greater purpose. And I had to remember that. I had to remember that working on them jobs. And I especially have to remember that now that God is willing to fight my battles. I do not have to worry. 
I don't have to worry if the person got the karma that was coming to them that did me dirty. I don't have to worry about none of that because God is fighting my battles and that ball is already in motion. Yes, God, I pray for mercy over that person because we want those people to be affected. But we do things personally, too. It ain't always about, oh, it's them, oh, it's them, oh, it's them. What did you bring to the table? What what has your actions been showing? What have you been doing as a person? Because honestly, there is always room for improvement. We will never meet our highest peak of self-improvement because there is always room. There's always room. That's why I say don't worry about what they got going on. Worry about you. Worry about you. How can you improve as a person? How can you change your atmosphere? Because God is already going to fight them battles for you. So what are we doing? Yes, it can be a toll. Yes, they can try to strip you. They can try to break you. They can try to take everything from you. But that's when you pray. You get on your knees and you pray. Not just praying like, God, please remove me out of this place. I don't want to be here no more. No, you need to pray for something bigger and better. Pray that God also shift the environment that you are working in, that it becomes a more positive light because you are not just affected. Everybody around you is affected when you are in the midst. You don't want nobody else to endure what you have to endure. And yes, sometimes we have that mentality of that's not my responsibility. I need to worry about me. But think about somebody else like you in those shoes. You running from the problem. The problem is still going to be a problem whether you are present or not. So say, Lord, help the environment that I'm working in. Shift the hearts and minds of these people, God. And if there is nothing nice that is going to be said, God, don't let them say nothing at all, God. Just engulf my space, engulf my workplace with just peace. God, just give me the peace, God. Give me the wisdom, God. Give me the power, God. Give me the understanding, God. God, help me because I can't keep doing this no more. And that is the prayer that I prayed when I was dealing with unhealthy workspaces where I was at my lowest of low, where I felt broken, where I felt bothered. I don't know what else to do. So God, I'm coming to you because I don't know what else to do. We always say, (laughs) meet people where they are in their imperfections. That goes the same for us. We should be meeting with ourselves even when we are weary, faced with tiredness, overwhelmed, bothered, or whatever state that we are in, we must be present enough, present enough, aware enough to not let the actions of others affect who we are as a person. Because there were many times I wanted to get out of character. And some moments I did, which I'm not proud of. And I'm not going to say, oh, my flesh, my flesh, my flesh, because I allowed it because I couldn't take it no more. But I didn't allow that to stop me from knowing my worth and continuing the task at hand. It can be a lot clocking into a place every single day that tries to devalue you, that tries to make you trade in your health for their gain. They don't care nothing about how you feel in your body and you're telling them like you're physically incapable of coming in because you don't feel good, but they're still forcing you to feel good. They're like, basically, my dad has to say and they're getting the butter from the duck. You can't get butter from a duck. You can get oil. And his saying is basically saying like they're trying to get the impossible from me and I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. And I know it's hard, 
especially for some of us when those when that moment snuck up on you like at first everything was fine and well and dandy but now everything is leaving this unpleasant taste in your mouth but when those moments happen we should spot those signs and keep records so it won't be no he say she say no i have documentation i have called hr about this situation i did everything i was supposed to do i don't care inappropriate like don't brush stuff over like oh their management and that no if you feel uncomfortable speak up we need a lot of people to speak up in workplaces you know as i'm getting my business degree i read about all these different scenarios and everything else about how people in management, they have poor communication skills. They be speaking to people however they want to speak to and everything else. And sometimes those businesses, those companies, they don't do nothing about it. But I'm telling you, if we continue to speak up, things will change. And if we ignite that with prayer, baby, (laughs) if we ignite that with prayer, God can do the impossible. He can turn our impossible to possible in a blink of an eye. So we must continue to pray. And if we just honestly believe that where we're working isn't working out for us, let's just prepare ourselves to depart with grace. Don't don't be running the mud like, man, bump y'all, I quit everything. No, depart with grace. Do whatever you need to do. Get your stuff in order and depart with grace. Because at the end of the day, you know you left that situation the best version of you, not the worst version of you because you let them people get to you because that's what they want. They want to win. They want to know that they got underneath your skin. They want to know that they brought you to the lowest point. So they can prove something. They they ain't finna use you as an example. They're not. Don't allow them to use you as an example. Leave with grace. So you can be the best version of you can be. And most of all, y'all, if you didn't catch nothing this entire episode, I want to leave you with this. When putting out a flame, the best method isn't to always run away, but to cover it and watch it defuse. Do not be fearful or moved to watch God take control over the situation because he has you. God has us from the moment we open our eyes to the moment we close our eyes. Even when we sleep at night, God protects us. So just know that God has you. Why these people are trying you right now, this person, whoever, this situation, it don't matter. God has you and God has the final say so. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says it best. No weapon formed against you shall prosper and every lying tongue shall be condemned. And I could read the whole chapter, but I'm not. But the more of it is no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It never said that weapons won't form. It said no weapon formed. So whatever is trying to cultivate, whatever is trying to grow, whatever is trying to afflict you, maybe physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whatever it is that's trying to afflict you, God is not going to let it prosper because he has purpose attached to your name that he wants to see come to pass and that you want to come to pass. So don't let nothing, don't let no one bring you to the lowest of lows and manipulate your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your time. If it's time for you to let it go, then let it go. 
If it's not time for you to let it go and God still wants you to be in the midst of that mess because he wants you to see something and he wants you to prune from it and glean from it, then do so and continue to recite Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Recite it. Because when we are connected with God, can nothing the enemy throw at us that we won't become aware of? Why? Because we are connected to him and God is going to make us aware of the of the attacks of the enemy. And if God doesn't make us aware, he's still going to protect us because like he said in his word, seen and unseen dangers, he will protect us. So don't let them get to you, y'all. Don't don't let these nine to fives, eight to fives, 30 hours a week, 40 hours a week, five, 10, how many hours a week you work? Don't let it get to you. God has the last word. They don't have nothing up against you. So don't let them belittle you and try to strip you of that. And that's on period. Well, our time at the Reach Hangout has come to an end. If you have enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like, follow, share your respectful thoughts in the comment section, share slash tag a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Your girl is on the podcast, of course, and make sure your post notifications are on to know when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, Lydia's Chronicles, by subscribing, liking, and commenting. My sister turned 25 October the 15th. I'm dropping her birthday vlog of what we did and everything. It was just so much fun. But I post other stuff on YouTube, too. So y'all check that out. All right, check it out so I know that you found me. (laughs) And all of my socials will be in the description box, of course. If no one has told you this today, I love you. God loves you. And Jesus loves you, too. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again. P.S. We must remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with with God, y'all. I love you, SBC, so, 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 so much. And until we meet again, bye.